Boo. You think I'm a good girl? Just wait and see. We're bad girls. This is what we do. I'm the girl that's gonna save your life. Eh, you shot pretty well. For a boy. Can't you handle a woman with a big gun? I put the fun in funeral. I like my men covered in blood. Hail to the queen, baby. I can, and I will. I can, and I will. I'll take a bite out of you. Beware the sirens. Welcome back to another howlingly good episode of Sirens of Horror. I am always your mistress of the moon, Ella Evella, along oh, with Ash Vicious. And today we're going to be covering those howling creatures that haunt our dreams. They're wolf. They're wolf. They're castle. Why are we talking like this? I'm gonna tell you want to. I'm easy. <laughs> um, so I think we've we've brought up werewolves a few times in the show. I don't think too many. I mean, our first episode was Ginger Snaps, mm-hmm. um, but werewolves are my favorite monsters. Yeah, I I definitely would put werewolves up at like my top ten. They're amazing. Like for me, werewolves are both like really really cool and like fucking terrifying. Mm-hmm. Like vampires, eh, witches, eh, zombies, eh, werewolves. All right, you got me. <laughs> the giant fucking like man beast that's like the head is the size of my entire torso. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you're gonna take me out. <laughs> um, but where like zombies are a little bit more political, I feel like. How we discussed, like, in our first monster episode. I feel like werewolves are so personal. Yeah. Because it's, it's the Jekyll and Hyde thing. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, werewolves are this this beast that lives inside of you. It comes rushing. I don't know. Like, you can't see this, but I'm just grabbing my boobs. <laughs> I don't know why me talking about werewolves involves grabbing my tits. <laughs> uh, but it's this beast every person has inside of themselves Mm -hmm. just waiting for that full moon to rise and terrorize and (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i mean i didn't you recently hear an article about werewolves ella which one about teach about teachers oh (laughs) Um, so I was, uh, doing some research at work for this, so I just, a lot of times, like, when we're doing a podcast, I'll find something on YouTube about it or something, and I'll play it in the background while I'm working. And I was listening to this one, it was discussing, like, the history of werewolves and types of, but for some odd reason, this guy just kept bringing up teachers. (laughs) He's like, for all you know, your teacher could be a werewolf. And I was like, okay, that's a weird thing to, like, be specific. And then, well, if your full moon, if your teacher is out on the full moon. And I was like, wait. Ella, I don't feel so good. But it's a beautiful full moon. Oh! I should have known. Listen to this thing about teachers being werewolves. Come over to Ash's house. Full moon. She's a teacher. Alright guys, this might be our last episode. <laughs> it's fine, I'll, just, I'll, I'll grab a stick. <laughs> come on, come on werewolf ash, fetch! <laughs> oh, who's a good ash? 
Um, but yeah, I would definitely have to say that werewolves have both a sexual feeling to them as well as like a terrifying feeling to them because like when you when you think when you look at werewolves in media for instance they're always hot they're always hot like whoever's playing whoever's playing the werewolf whether it's a female or a male they're always fucking hot i mean like the very first like not the very first one but one of the first ones the wolfman was lon cheney jr Mm -hmm. who like he's he's up there for me with like price Mm-hmm. Vincent Price's voice is just. <laughs> I can literally just be turned on by somebody playing Vincent Price's voice. Um, but you look at like Lon Chaney, you look at like a lot of the different versions of the werewolf. Mm-hmm. And it is, it's, it's kind of that idea of like releasing the inner animal. Mm-hmm. And like animals do three things they eat, sleep, and fuck. Yep. Personally, that sounds like a great Sunday for me. <laughs> Eating, sleeping, and fucking, yeah. It sounds... Can I schedule a day like that? <laughs> we'll call it my werewolf day. <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm going to sleep in really late, eat a bunch of food, have sex, go to sleep. <laughs> have sex, eat a bunch of food, go back to sleep. <laughs> That'll be my day. That just sounds like a wonderful, a wonderful day. It does. I'm like, <laughs> sleeping, eating, fucking, that's all I have to do for a whole day? Um, if you look at, like, a lot of the originals, like, Henry Hall and, like, the Werewolf of London, Lon Chaney doing all of it, um, around the 50s, too, there was, like, the She-Wolf of London, um, and they were Always. Wait, did you say a werewolf in London? Uh, woo Werewolf London. London. It's the she-wolf of London. <laughs> the girl version of it. But they're always these characters that are, like, trying to be prim and proper. Mm-hmm. But there's just that little thing, even, like, a lot of times before they're bitten. Mm-hmm. That there's just something a little, a little off, a little, like, unbridled about them. Mm-hmm. And that's what I found actually interesting when I was kind of doing a little bit more research is where, like, um, vampires and stuff like that, like, eventually, of course, you get, like, a lot of the female vampires, Mm -hmm. but a lot of them didn't come around until, like, the 70s with, like, the Hammerfall films Mm -hmm. for vampires. Uh, But there were, like, female werewolf films in the 50s. Hmm. And I was like, huh. I thought the 50s were supposed to be, you know, like, Adderalled up perfect little housewives keeping her house spotless with bleach <laughs> while we have martinis. But there were films, like, there were Spanish films, there were English films featuring women as werewolves. Hmm. And I think that has a lot to do with, like, especially I think female werewolves, it's such a sexual repression thing. Yeah, I could see that. Where, like, oh, the female is bitten and now she's this wild animal. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that makes sense with, like, you know, the 50s housewife. Like, you could totally do something like, you know, Stepford Wife style village. Like, or think, um, what was that movie with, um, I want to say it was Kirsten. Pleasantville. Yes, Pleasantville. Like, you know, I could totally see something like a Pleasantville style movie. Like, it starts out like, oh, 19, 1950s housewife, blah, 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 blah. Everything's, Everything's perfect. perfect. She's drinking her martini. She's cleaning the house with bleach. 
And, you know, she goes to take out the trash and gets bitten by a werewolf. And then all of a sudden she's like, you know, like, I could totally see that happening. And and that's, I think, a a big part of the werewolf thing. And I think that's the reason why it's been prevalent. Because, like, vampire mythos has, has existed for a while and stuff like that. And, of course, like, you can't talk about worlds without talking about vampires. Right. Um, but I, I feel like the, the, the idea of that inner beast being, like, released, I think that goes back to, like, I feel like that's everyone's, in a weird way, I feel like that is a universal fear of people. Mm-hmm. Is everyone, in some shape or form, is worried about losing control. And that's why I think, I feel like that's where the whole idea of the werewolf comes comes from. Is, you know, if I lose control, I become this wild and crazy being. Yeah, it's like what separates us from the beast. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's our logic. Oh, it's our sense of humanity. But everybody has at one point or another felt so pushed or exhausted or angry or something that you're just like, do I really fucking care? (laughs) You know? Like, what if I just gave it all up? Like, all sense of morality, everything, and just, you know, if I just take the stapler, let's see how many of my fucking co-workers I can kill. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't had that at my job, so my job's really good, but I've definitely had that at my previous jobs. <laughs> they shall remain nameless. Um, but yeah, like, the, the werewolf, like, legend, the earliest mention of it is, like, in the Epic of Gilgamesh. Mm-hmm. To go fucking 2000 BC. And the idea was, um, one of Gilgamesh's lovers who mm-hmm. spurned her, she just turned into a wolf. Hmm. So the idea was, like, a, a man in cravers, which she made him a beast. Interesting. So that kind of goes back to that, like, taking away that humanity in you. And then, a little bit later on, was uh, the legend of Lycana, which was a Greek mythology, which is... Actually, so, like, I, I've heard the legend of Lycana, and I know it's like, oh, Zeus turns Lycana... And his sons into wolves. Mm-hmm. I can't, I didn't know why. Apparently, to prove that Zeus is not almighty, Lycana kills his younger brother and serves him to Zeus as a meal. Hmm. So, like, I was always like, oh, this, like, because it's Greek mythology, so mortals always just get fucked for random goddamn reasons. Yeah. So I was always like, oh, something, like, Canna looked at Zeus's big toe and thus was trained. And then I read that and I was like, oh no, you fucking deserved that. A, you killed your brother. B, you tried to feed a person to a god. Don't do that. Yeah. That that just seems like a bad idea. Mm -hmm. And then that's, I mean... I guess that's where we get the the term lycanthropy mm-hmm. is from from that story. Yeah, from Lycana. And then there was like the Nordic ones, which were more about like magical pelts, where they were like pelts you could put on yourself and you would transform into like a wolf for like mm-hmm. a night, a period of time. 
But the interesting thing about, like, all of those is they always end in, like, the father accidentally kills the son. Right, because it thinks it's just a, like, he thinks, oh, it's a wolf, and then it takes off the pelt before it dies. Yeah. And it's, and it's this... oh, shit, I killed my son. Yeah, so it's always, in those stories, it's always something along the lines of whether they chose to become a wolf or they didn't, it's always, like, where with vampires, like, you get some kind of happy endings. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, you, you still get, like, oh, well, they did this, or werewolf stories always end just... So fucking depressing. <laughs> like, it never ends well. And then, of course, there were, like, multiple accounts in France of actually people, like, thinking they were werewolves and killing kids. I think there was, okay. like, three accounts of people. I know one was in, like, the 1500s. And it was two people. They killed several children. And they had said they swore allegiance to the devil and it made them wolves. Or any then. They definitely weren't werewolves. They were just people. <laughs> just to clarify, werewolves are not real as far as I am aware. Sure. I mean, we don't know that for sure, but I'm I would agree with... that I don't think they're real. I'm not saying I don't believe that they're real. I, I also just don't... feel like it's one of those things where like, I'm on a podcast. So just in case, I don't want to piss off a fucking werewolf. I believe that you're real, I just don't know. I'm sure you're out there and I will never try and find you, never try and hunt you down. I would definitely never ever put silver near you. I promise, little pooksy werewolfy. Did I mock the werewolf? That's uh, according to us listening to this podcast? I would say you might have mocked the werewolf. Please don't come after us, Mother Wolf, if we've mocked you. We didn't mean it. We didn't mean it. We're sorry. Um, also, uh, we're totally screwed. Because hmm. we're Italian and we are hairy people. Yeah. Um, if, if men are listening to this podcast and you think our eyebrows are naturally shaped in any way that isn't insane caterpillar, you're wrong. <laughs> Every woman's eyebrows look like insane caterpillars, especially Italian women. Yep. And it is a lot of work and it sucks. But things back in the medieval ages you could be straight up killed for was if your eyebrows met. If you had a unibrow, people would think you were a werewolf and just kill you. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, we would be screwed. I'm I'm thinking that probably was more prevalent in, like, England and stuff, Mm -hmm. and probably not so much Mediterranean, because it would be like, are we all werewolves? Do we just all go about being our werewolf selves? (laughs) Well, I could kind of see, like, okay, yeah, I could kind of see, like, Italy being like, alright, we're, according to them, we're werewolves. Alright. Alright. More vino on full moon. (laughs) Sancha! No, salud. Salud, sorry. Sancha's the Irish. You're gonna marry one, I have one. <laughs> Husband service. Um, low set ears. Which I was trying to figure out. I'm like, are my ears set low? <laughs> Do my ears hang low? You said <laughs> dangle to and fro. You fucking said that and it popped into my head. 
It was like, mm, 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 mm. Um, and a swinging stride. Which I guess means like you, you, you move your arms a lot when you walk. I feel like I do do that, actually. But it, here's the thing. It's like, if I'm in a good mood, I do that. Yeah. There are some days, like, I think there's some days where everybody's like, you've been listening to like your favorite song. Like, you just listened to Dance of Death by Iron Maiden, it's in your head, and you're kind of doing a bit of swing and step. I want to get fucking murdered and shot with a silver bullet, because I'm like... She has swing and a stretch, she must be a werewolf! <laughs> She's a happy woman! Kill her! <laughs> um, so we're going to go through, like, werewolf films throughout, like, thing. But the first thing, besides, like, going through a little bit of the backstory of, like, the mess... Is so there are three types of werewolves. Okay. So there's like the shape changer skinwalker style. Mm-hmm. Which is like the whole idea is like they can change it well. They can either like fully change into wolves or do like half wolf. Okay. So like the movie Skinwalker is more like that. And I guess our future Batman films. Oh, the Twilight films? I don't know. I watched one. A very long I've, time ago. I watched five minutes of one and just could not even fathom five minutes of it. It was so terrible. My friend had gotten broken up with. So it was that like, what do you want to do, sweetheart? Really, that whole thing. Yeah, and I was just like, okay. No, I watched it out of like, all right, it's on Netflix. I'm not paying, like, I'm, you know, it's not like I'm paying money to yeah. see this terrible film. I what read the you? books in high school because I, I like books and it. There was, it was a book about a vampire. Sparkle. Then it sparkled, and I was like, fuck this shit, and threw the book literally across the room. Um, but the movie was absolutely fucking terrible. I watched five minutes of it, and just, like, the book was just like, what the fuck? The only thing I really remember about watching the Twilight film is the two main guys. The, the werewolf and the vampire. Jacob and Edward. They have names, apparently. So, I'm really good with names, especially for films, so. Okay, I'm not. So, Batman. <laughs> Batman and Shark Boy. Okay. So, Batman Diggerty. <laughs> Batman Diggerty. That's right, yep. That's what we're calling him. Yeah, I like it. Bat- Batman Diggerty. So, da- Batman Diggerty had this, like, obnoxious, like, fluffed hair and was super pale and dressed like a knockoff Abercrombie and Fitch, like, way too skinny model. Mm-hmm. And then there was Shark Boy. And he was he, shirtless the entire film. And I had no fucking complaints. Yep. That was the only thing. I was like, okay, Shark Boy is shirtless. All yeah, right. She was just like, I hate, like, I have this movie teacher to me. And I was just like, okay, what, why am I walk? Hello. Shirtless Shark Boy. And he was polite and kind and chopped wood and just never wore a shirt and I was like okay <laughs> I won't watch it again but you you good sir have made this film tolerable <laughs> I did later come to find out that apparently he marries the main girl's daughter some shit like that I don't fucking know but I was like nope that's weird that's creepy but okay whatever so that's that's the idea of that first. Time. Yeah, the Skinwalkers. Yeah, I feel like they kind of they kind of touch base with the Skinwalkers too. Um, in a few of the episodes about supernatural. Yeah, where it's more like you can choose. Mm-hmm. It's not so much like that. 
Um, then there's the wolf man. So the wolf man tends to be more of like a creature. Mm-hmm. So like when you get stuff like I think a lot of like it's more anth- it's more anthropomorphic too. It's, it's not like oh this is my human form and when I turn into a werewolf I'm literally full wolf. Yeah, which is we kind of get that. Yeah, no, that's actually the third type. Oh, okay. So the second type is like the beast of a brain road. It's like a creature that exists. It was never human. Okay. So it's just this dog man esque creature, like. It's just some weird human-wolf hybrid that exists. And then you have the true werewolf, which is transforms during the full moon, loses humanity, Mm -hmm. cannot lose humanity, but the idea is during the full moon, it is forced Mm -hmm. to transform. It does not have, like, willpower. Gotcha. Like, um... So, like, shapeshifters are also, like, um, to just, before we get into anything scary, we have to discuss this topic of, I was a teenage werewolf of Michael J. Fox. (laughs) I remember that movie. It was so precious. Oh my god, my childhood crush on Michael J. Fox. (laughs) And how perfect he is. He was just, ugh, you were so polite. (laughs) And so good in everything. And how more women do not throw themselves at you, I do not understand. Um, but that is, I think, one of the interesting things about werewolves, too. Mm-hmm. Is, like, you look at, like, vampires, and there are some, like, kind of kid-friendly vampire films. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there was, like, I don't know, it, it, had, it had the kid from As Good As It Gets. I don't know. There was a work. There was a vampire film about a little kid vampire. Oh, yes, my little vampire. My little vampire. Thank you. Um, but I don't really. I can't think of any like, films that were really just like, oh no, I've become a vampire. Waka waka waka. Mm-hmm. Which of course is kind of hard when you're a vampire. You drink blood. Mm-hmm. It's hard to make like a Disney film involving blood drinking. No, actually, um... Oh, God, Disney. Yeah. Oh, God, Disney. Um, it was a DCOM original. And it was... I recently figured out that is a phrase. DCOM? Because it's Disney... Uh... Disney Disney Channel... Yeah. No. Disney Channel original movie. DCOM. So, want to know who used that first? Hmm. Stefan and Josh. My husband and boyfriend had a conversation using the phrase decoms about five minutes before the girl in the room had to go, What are you guys talking about? <laughs> they were like, no, Disney Channel movies. And I was like, Yeah, I have no idea what either one of you guys are fucking talking about. Yeah. Fucking weirdos. <laughs> like, so... walked out of the room. <laughs> the person has three fucking pe- like Disney tattoos on their body. So, yeah, Descendants is a decom. Okay. I, I do. So they did a, a vampire decom? Mm-hmm. It's called My Babysitter's a Vampire. But is, but is the vampire, like, a, a protagonist? Is it a good guy or is it a bad guy? There's both. So she's oh. the good guy, but there's also bad vampires. Oh, okay. So, but she's a good vampire. But I know there's, like, two Disney ones where, like, somebody turns into a werewolf. I think so. I just, I, off the top of my head, I can't remember what they are, but yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, but then you have like, it, there's Teen Wolf, and then there was a, the show Teen Wolf, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I never actually saw. My but... one of my friends gave me a pop of like the the main guy, mm-hmm. mainly because she's like, I don't want this, and it's a werewolf here. <laughs> and I was like, it's a werewolf. <laughs> You're just random werewolf. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I, there was, uh, so I actually didn't know this, but I Was a Teenage Werewolf was a remake. Hmm. There was one in 1957. (laughs) Okay. And, uh, that was the original, and it was pretty much the same exact plot. Huh. But just set in the 50s. (laughs) And I don't think it involved basketball. I think it was, like, football. Hmm. Or tennis or some other white people 50 sports. <laughs> it was squash. Sure, we'll go with it was squash. They were playing aggressive werewolf squash. <laughs> but I think that's interesting, the fact that we have... I mean, if you even look at, like, Ginger Snaps, there, there are so many coming-of-age werewolf films. Mm-hmm. It's funny, like, speaking of Ginger Snaps... Um, I'd like to kind of go back to, like, you'd mentioned earlier, um, how when you look at a werewolf film or something involving werewolves, mm-hmm. you can always tell which character is going to be the werewolf because there's something off about that. Yeah. Like, you know, Ginger Snaps being a great example. Ginger, you would always, you could always tell that she was kind of, like, the oddball of the two sisters. Yeah. Like, you know, she was, she always wanted to do the, like, suicide packed pictures or whatever and she was you could always tell like there's something a little off about this character like whether or not you knew she was gonna become the werewolf you always you knew that there was something just a little off about her yeah it's always it's always like the complicated ones but i feel like that you have to have that Mm -hmm. because it's it's the jekyll and hyde thing yeah it's like uh hyde no jekyll henry jekyll mr hyde Mm mm-hmm had that moment where I'm like, <laughs> just say the names together all the time. Uh, so Jekyll is, he, he's still, even though he's a good man, he's still obsessive. Mm-hmm. To the point of making a potion that splits you into two different people. Normal people don't do that. Right. And I feel like you do get so much of that in Werewolf. Because I, I feel like you need to kind of put that, like, thin veil of protection mm-hmm. on the werewolf trope of like it's still going to be somebody that's a little weird or a little off a little too much a little this mm-hmm. will become the werewolf the regular person won't right like you won't maybe your weird friend might yeah like it's funny they actually kind of um they do a lot of that in the I haven't seen the British version of Being Human, but I have seen the American version of Being Human. Is that the sci-fi show? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, starring Sam Witwer and Sam Huntington, who played Mimi Siku in and King of the Jungle, <gasps> or Jungle to Jungle. You said Mimi Siku, and I was like, Jungle to Jungle? So yeah, I think Mimi Siku, but older. Mmm, Mimi Siku. <laughs> yeah. Oh! Yeah. I'm glad to know Mimi Siku grew up well. Yeah, he grew up very well. Oh, my. Um, <laughs> I mean, I thought he was, he looked good when he was, or he looked good shirtless when when he was, like, when we were both 15. 
but yeah. now that we're both adults. Old, adults, he still looks really good shirtless. You're like, all right, I've now had a crush on you most of my life. <laughs> um, Thank you for aging well for me. But yeah, like Sam Huntington plays it very, like when he's a human, he plays, he's just, he's not, a, I wouldn't say he's obsessive, but he's just very like, he, they kind of show him as he's got uh, OCD. Like a little high anxiety. Yeah, very high anxiety. Like, he wants everything to be kind of, like, he wants everything to be perfect. Like, Yeah, anal retentive. Yeah, he's very anal retentive. So you can always tell, okay, there's something a little off about this character. Yeah. And he's the one that's the werewolf. I think also, like, it's an interesting thing of the idea of overcompensating Mm -hmm. for the loss of control. Yeah. So, like, oh, if you're going to lose control, like, two nights a week... You're going to be this super crazy, anxious person, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's definitely an interesting way of being like, it is true. Cause like a lot of times in, in vampire films, the, the main thing about vampire films is most, like I'd say like 90% of vampire films are love stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with werewolf films, it's, they're, they're horror. Yeah. That, that's also one of the reasons I love werewolf films, is they're fucking horrific. Mm-hmm. That's it. You're not, you're not gonna go into a werewolf film and get something like, oh, why am I now watching a love story? Mm-hmm. No. They turn into giant wolves, they eat people. That's it. Yep. Pretty much. Um, but yeah, so if you go back all the way, uh, to Lon Chaney Jr., who was in so many, so like, in the whole Universal Monsters film, they did The Wolfman, uh, Frankenstein Meets the Wolfman, House of Dracula, House of Frankenstein, Abbott and Costello Meet the Wolfman, mm-hmm. which is amazing because Abbott and Costello and Lon Chaney turning into a werewolf, <laughs> but it's still like Abbott and Costello mm-hmm. with a wolfman. Yep. You're just like, I never knew I needed this in my life. <laughs> nope, I need this. Um, but, like, when he's, even when he's himself, and I feel terrible, but I can't think of his actual name, like, when, who he is, mm-hmm. um, he, he's still very, uh, like, frantic a lot of the time, he's very much like, oh, I gotta get to this thing before it, it goes bad, and I, it's, it's all gonna go bad. He's cut, some of the wolf has gone into him. Mm-hmm. So you get a lot of that with that. And then they kind of like transform that into like, uh, they only did a few Hammerfall werewolf films. They did one called The Legend of the Werewolf and it has fucking Christopher Lee in it. <laughs> he is sexy. And then, uh, I guess the next big series was the Howling series. Mm-hmm. Though, though, they're so 80s-tastic. <laughs> and you've seen one or two of those, mm-hmm. haven't you? Did you see three? Yes, I think it was three. Three, the marsupial one? Oh, yeah. Though, okay, so one and two are pretty... They've got some really great scenes. Like, the end of one, she turns into a werewolf on camera, because she's a newscaster. Mm-hmm. But the third one was... Okay, so I love the Howling series because, like, it started off with, like, woman gets, loses her memory, 
she goes to an island, she starts like hearing werewolves, she turns into a werewolf, blah blah blah. Number two, woman gets bitten by a werewolf. Uh, that one, no, yeah, that one also, Christopher Lee goes to, to find his werewolf sister. So the Howlings 1 and 2, pretty by the book. Mm-hmm. That's it. After that, they let somebody take the fucking reins and you get Howling 3, which is about Tasmanian wolves. And features the creepiest... Fo- Do you ever see when she gives birth? Oh, God. And she, there's, like, little marsupial werewolf baby. And I remember watching it being like, what is happening? This is werewolf birth. All right. It's it's werewolf marsupial birth. <laughs> what is... Uh-huh. And then they did two more. Mm-hmm. If, if you thought... Because you haven't seen four or five. Mm-mm. Okay, if you thought that a, a, a dead species of Tasmanian wolves actually being werewolves. This film also includes a scene where nuns turn into werewolves. Okay. Four and five... Take a turn on the roller coaster and just go straight the fuck off. So first of all, their werewolf design isn't like a wolf hmm. anymore. It's like has a top jaw and on a bottom jaw it's like a crocodile. Okay. And it's like an acid trip of a werewolf film. <laughs> it's weird. I don't like it. <laughs> like they were werewolf films that even I went. Huh? The fuck am I watching? <laughs> um, and then of course we get to American Werewolf in London mm-hmm. in 1981, which I think by hands down it will always be the best werewolf film. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, God, I'm trying to remember like the last time I saw that movie, but yeah, like I I fucking loved that film. I think that film has my favorite. Well. Of course, the transformation's the best. Mm-hmm. But I, I love the ending of it so much. Yeah. Like, the idea of, like, her being like, Oh, no. He'll know me. I'm his fiancé. And he's just, he's a werewolf, and he tries to fucking kill her. Mm-hmm. He's a fucking werewolf. Yeah, like, no, he's not gonna know you. Sorry. Because <laughs> I feel like it, it was it was almost them, like, slapping the face in, whole, like, the, the vampire genre. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, to be fair, there are a few, f- there are a few werewolves in media, like werewolf stories in media that they nece- they don't necessarily have a romantic aspect to them, but mm-hmm. like they're significant. The werewolf significant other, like, kind of has that mentality of like, oh, it'll know who I am, type of thing, and it has. Okay. Like, for instance, look at Oz and Willow. But he's even aggressive towards her. He, he is. Like, he is, but think about the, the scene, um, the episode when they're in college with the other, with the lady werewolf. That fucking whore. I hate that character. I hate that episode. It made me cry. Like, I have my heart just crumbled up into, like, a million broken pieces. And, like, I know we eventually got, like, Oz and, or Oz and Tara. 
Oh, that's a weird image. <laughs> Willow and Tara, yes. <laughs> Sorry, put myself in a weird place there. Uh, Willow and Tara. Uh... But, I mean, Oz and, Oz and Willow will always be my OTP. Oh, they were just so sweet. Um, but, yeah, like, you get that scene where she's she's doing the spell. Because she yeah. wants to kill, like, she's trying to get, I think, I can't remember if she's doing the spell to get him to, like, not be a werewolf, or she's trying to kill the other werewolf. I think it's, like, a little bit of joint. Like, she's trying to, call, like, do the spell to, like, reverse it, but, like, if it kills yeah, the bitch, it like, kills the bitch. Right, like, I couldn't remember what the spell was exactly, but, like, they both, like, come into the room where she, the, the science room where she's doing the spell. Yeah. And the other werewolf attacks her, like the female werewolf attacks her, and then in comes Oz to save the day. To save the day, and like is attacking her, and then finally like attacks the female werewolf, and then she like runs off and looks at at Willow, like Oz looks at Willow, and he's like, like he's all snarly and creepy and scary, and then she kind of like reaches out her hand, and you can see him just kind of like he does that like werewolf breathe, and then runs off. And I'm just like, ugh. He knows you. He knows you. He loves you. And um, they do a little bit of that in both being hum- the American version of being human. Mm-hmm. Um, where he ends up, uh, Sam Huntington's character, Josh. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Josh turns um, another, a woman that he works with into a werewolf. Uh-huh. Later on. But like, he, she sees him, like, change. Oh. But, like, and he sees her through the door. Like, he locks himself in the basement of the hospital they work in. Okay. Like, that's his changing room. Um, and she sees him, like, change. Into a werewolf. Into a werewolf. And she's freaking out, but, like, she's, like, looking through the, the window. Uh-huh. And, like, you see him, like, look through the window, like, through the little window whole whole thing at her and it's just that moment of like okay fine i won't attack you but you need to fucking leave see i find that interesting like how it is different like how werewolves attack because like you get it uh to because we're just gonna keep coming back Mm. to it is like with ginger snaps um she doesn't immediately attack bridget right she doesn't do it um and, like, you do get so many different ones of it, because if you look at, like, uh, the Wolfman in different movies, he does attack an American werewolf. He tries to attack his girlfriend, but then in films like Wolf, with Jack Nicholson, he doesn't attack his Helen Hunt? Did he date Helen Hunt in a different film? I don't know. He, he dates somebody. Mm-hmm. He, he dates a blonde actress. Jack Nicholson is in a movie, and he is attracted to a blonde girl. Mm-hmm. Jack Nicholson films. But in this one, he's a werewolf. <laughs> um, but he doesn't attack her. So I find that interesting how... And that's the kind of fun thing about werewolves. Mm-hmm. I think that's, like, the really interesting fact of, like, werewolves is, like, we could go through, like, the like a list of, like, ten classic werewolf films. Mm-hmm. Like the ten best. And you're gonna get different looks, different styles, different transformations... And different ways they interact. Mm-hmm. And that's what's cool about them. Yeah. Is, like, I could technically make a werewolf. Okay, so my werewolf, this is the Pamela werewolf. Okay. 
After this, we get into like the weirdness that is the 80s and early 2000s <laughs> werewolf films. Um, so my werewolf can trans- has to transform during the full moon, mm-hmm. but can transform during the rest of the time. Um, is has intelligence, but more of that of a dog. Okay. But is aggressive. Okay. So you could soothe it. Right. And it would kind of know you. But, like, it wouldn't be like, oh, yes, my girlfriend would be like, you smell similar. Yeah. I'm going to lay on you. You have a fucking werewolf laying on you. Yeah, I could, I, it's funny, like, I, I would agree with, like, you know, my werewolf kind of being the same thing. How pretty much. switch it up? But that's the cool thing, is you can switch up anything. I don't think, honestly, I don't think I would. Like. You can make it, like, where they turn into a, like, a full wolf. And that's an that, entirely yeah, different that thing. That would probably be the thing that I would, I would do, is have it turn into, like, a full fucking, full-fledged fucking wolf. So you would have, like, where the person goes from, like, person to wolf, and I would be like, no. It's a werewolf. It's a werewolf that thinks it's a puppy. <laughs> Our personalities, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but that's what's fun about the werewolf, is I feel like, um... You know those, like, sex dice? Mm-hmm. Where it's, like, kiss, cuddle, nip, whatever, uh, bathroom, closet, everything like mm-hmm. that. I feel like you could make werewolf films like that. <laughs> like, how they transform, how much conscience, consciousness they have, and what style. Mm-hmm. And just, like, roll it. And be like, oh, we're making a film. I'm at a werewolf that can transform during any point. But it transforms into, like, one of the wolfmen things. And it has no idea who anyone is. Alright, let's make a movie. Mm-hmm. Just go with it. Um, one of my favorite werewolf films, though, because uh, we watched Gerald's Game last week, mm-hmm. uh, to bring it back on over towards Stephen King, is Silver Bullet. Mm-hmm. Which has got uh, Gary Busey in it. And I watched it recently because it's got Corey Feldman in it, too. Uh, and I watched it, and I was like, oh my god, this film was made, like, 30 years ago. Gary Busey is still insane. Oh, Gary Busey. (laughs) He plays, like, Gary Busey if he was your weird uncle. Like, it's not even really acting, it's just (laughs) Gary Busey is your weird uncle. (laughs) Uh, but around that time, so that was Silver Bullet. Um, a really interesting one that I don't think a lot of people, and I think I've shown you this one, Company of Wolves. Mm-mm. Um, you would really like it. It's got Angela Lansbury in it, and it's kind of like three dark fairy tales mm-hmm. about werewolves. Hmm. But it follows this one main girl being told stories. Mm. I think I'm actually going to hold that off, and I'll have that be one of our Halloween episodes. Ooh. I think that's a really good one. Uh, but then, like, you hit this really weird shift change. Okay. So, like, in the 80s, you get some of these where And then it hits 2000. Yeah. And in 2000 comes out Ginger Snaps. Yeah. And that kind of changes the the style. Yeah. Of it. I mean, that, that fucking animatronic was so bad. 
You mean the werepug? The werepug. Because before that, you get the the next one after that. What was before that was Wolf with Jack Nicholson, which was in like early nineties. Mm-hmm. And then you get what I think is a vastly underrated film called Dog Soldiers. Okay. And um, it is ridiculous. There is a scene in it that I laugh my ass off every time because the film came out like 2002 and there's a legitimate line, there is no spoon. Yes, the same line from The Matrix. I was like, that's in The Matrix. (laughs) Yes, same exact line. Okay. But instead of it being there's not a spoon, there was a person named Spoon and he was eaten by werewolves. (laughs) (laughs) So slightly different context. Um, But Dog Soldiers is about this group of British... Soldiers mm-hmm. that go into the woods to do this like field test. Okay, and they come across werewolf. That's it. Hmm. That is the entire fucking plot of the film. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> the werewolves are fucking terrifying. They're big. They're long. They're bloody. Mm-hmm. They're great. Like. I actually have a photo. So let me see this photo. Okay. Oh god, that is fucking terrifying. So, there's a whole pack of them. It's not like one werewolf in this, like, group. So, like, there you go, there's a shot of a few of them. Hashtag Ash's Nightmare feel right there. And they're smart. No. No, I don't want that. They hunt as a pack. No, thank you. So the most of the film takes place in the, in this house in the British countryside, mm-hmm. being attacked by werewolves that are hunting as a smart, powerful, inclusive pack. Yikes! No, thank you. It's amazing. It's so good. It's so good. It's and they're making a sequel, and I found out about it, and I literally went like. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited. I love this fucking film. This is probably my, this is without doubt my favorite werewolf film. I'd be like, oh, this one's good. This one's really good. But oh, Dog Soldiers, it just like, kid in a fucking candy store. <laughs> I love, it has everything I think a werewolf film should be. Hmm. It's bloody. Those fuckers look like they could rip you to pieces. Yeah, they They're do. They're smart. It's a bunch of goddamn soldiers with guns. They can't do shit. Oh, also, and one character is a real bitch. Heh heh heh. drift. Yep. Female werewolf. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, so, the reason I had to show you that photo, that film came out 2002. Okay. 2003, Underworld came out. Oh. Huh. So, <laughs> people being like, they, they changed the werewolf design. Oh, it had happened. Give it credit. Yeah. But um, I think Underworld, like, the style of werewolves changed completely. Mm-hmm. Because it's even a little different from, like, dog soldiers, where if anybody's seen the movie or has looked up a photo, they're very tall, very lanky. Lanky, yeah. Uh, but they've got the big head. Mm-hmm. Um, the Underworld ones, they're just big. They're big old boys. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that really sent werewolves in that very different direction. Mm-hmm. 
Where I think, like, even now, even though the film came out, oh, God, Underworld came out 16 years ago. Oh, God. I hate looking up dates for this podcast. <laughs> so I was like, yes, in 2003. It's 2019. <laughs> You're old. <laughs> um, so Underworld created, like, the vampire werewolf war. It changed the style of them. Mm-hmm. Werewolves suddenly were, like, the underdog. Literally. I, I said it. I said it, and I was like... <laughs> you, you've punned yourself. I walked myself into a pun hole. I have no one to blame but myself. Um, because, like, right after that, the next year, you get Van Helsing. Mm-hmm. Which... It's... Okay. We need to take a moment. Van Helsing is not a good movie. No. It is a atrociously bad film. But it's so fun. It's so fun and so pretty. You've got you've got Jekyll and Hyde and Dracula and Frankenstein and the Wolfman. And you have Kate Beckinsale being a badass with an awesome costume. And Hugh Jackman. Being Hugh Jackman. Pretty much. Just drool. Hugh Jackman in a leather coat. Just blah. <laughs> Sorry, Kate Beckinsale in those pants. That movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, and the three, like, just hot prides of Dracula. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Oh, their costumes. I want their costumes. So bad. <laughs> Especially the main one. That's like mm-hmm. green. I'm like, mm, bitch. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll still take Kate Beckinsale's. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then the, the the very end, it's... Okay, I think I remember this right. Okay. Is it the very end of Van Helsing that... Dracula is actually Lucifer and Van Helsing is actually Michael and is only a vampire and a werewolf that can fight each other. Yep. Okay. I always have that theory that, like, I'm remembering it wrong. Mm-hmm. Because it sounds so fucking ludicrous to say out loud. But, yeah, that's what it is. We were watching Polaroid last night. Uh-huh. And Josh came out. He's like, oh, do you want to have a cigarette? And I was like, yes. I will stop watching the film about the camera that makes go snap, snap, takes pictures, and then a possible rapist pedophile's ghost will come after and kill you. You know what? The more I try to explain this film, the weirder I get. I'm just gonna leave the movie alone. (laughs) Um, But I feel like that's Van Helsing. The more you try to explain the film, the more you're just like, "I'm, I'm gonna stop. Yeah. I just sound like a weird, crazy person. <laughs> um, and after that, you get you get. Do you ever watch Wes Craven's Cursed? No, Cursed. but I've heard of it. Oh. It's it's if nine hundred two one zero had werewolves. <laughs> I'm not even joking. It's by Wes Craven, starring Christina Ricci. And at one point. Oh, wait, I think I did. Where the werewolf flips her off the end, says, I'm not fat, bitch. I think so, yeah. Yeah, that's a... Th- it's one of those films that you watch and you're like... What? Why? Yeah, I think I remember watching it because I was on a huge Christina Ricci kick. Yeah, it's it's a weird one. Like, it's... It's one of those films where you're like, why are they werewolves? Like, that's, that's your legitimate question in that film, is... Why are they werewolves? <laughs> um, and just like throughout the 2000s, the amount 
of like red werewolf hunter werewolf at sundown um i'm not actually naming titles besides red that mm-hmm. are actual titles but i'm gonna go with um werewolf walks at midnight you got any ones just, just werewolf titles um red moon Oh, like ones that we're just making up. Yeah, I'm, I'm, oh, okay. I'm, I'm curious. Because I'm, I'm guessing if we spitball enough of these, we'll hit with at least four actual movie titles. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So you've said... Blood, Red Moon. Red Moon. Werewolf Walks at Midnight. Um, My Best Friend is a Werewolf. Mm. Help My Mom's Dating a Werewolf. Hmm, yeah. Um... Moon, a werewolf's tail. <laughs> I don't know. The werewolf next door. The werewolf next door. I, I swear to God, this, like, the amount. So, I looked on IMDb. Um, there were some, so there was, like, Wolf Cop, and we have, we discussed that a few weeks ago. I don't want to discuss it again. We're gonna leave <laughs> it. Nope. I'm not talking about it. Uh, but there was, like, a werewolf stripper movie. <laughs> there was, like... Werewolves versus this. There was a werewolf octopus puss film, I believe, versus a T-Rex shark. I'm not actually lying about that. I'm not surprised that there is. But there was just the the level of like the amount of two stars on IMDb <laughs> from that two- were given to that film just because it probably needed. Some sort of rating to be on IMDb. But the, the, the 2002 plus, it was kind of like, oh, uh, Cursed, Skinwalkers, Trick or Treat, Red Riding Hood, Blood Moon. That was like going through like 60 films. Mm-hmm. And being able to be like, ah, oh, there are seven I have seen. There are like 50 I haven't. And I watch a lot of fucking werewolf films. Mm-hmm. And there were just... <laughs> Sorry. As soon as you said um, Red Riding Hood, all I got stuck in my head was Amanda Siegfried sitting, uh, hey there, Little Red Riding Hood. I was just like, sitting, like, in my head, like... <laughs> that film is so creepy. It is. It's so good, too. It's good. My biggest issue with that film is, like, is her dad trying to fuck her? Yeah. Yeah, that was a, that was a little bit weird. Like, I loved the look of it, and I loved the mystery, but I felt like, dude, just have it be one of the hot guys. Mm-hmm. Like, if you would have just had it be one of the two really, really hot smoking guys, but you've, you've made this werewolf out to be really, like, pawy, licky, I will own you, uh-huh. and to have it be her dad, I'm just like, um, yeah. Um, I, it's funny, I, so, you know, we've been dis- discussing werewolves in media. Yes. And I mentioned a few, um, a few shows, like, you know, Being Human and Buffy. Yeah. I had actually forgotten a show that has a werewolf that is not even a horror show. Or has nothing to do with, like, creepiness. What? Once. Oh! Little Red is, or Ruby is a, is a werewolf. And her coat keeps her from turning into a werewolf. Yeah, her red cloak is what keeps her from turning into a werewolf. Doesn't she end up with Mulan? Yeah, you know, she ends up with uh, Dorothy. I like that. <laughs> Little Red Riding Hood and Dorothy going out there, kicking butt. I'm in it for it. Okay, <laughs> I'm down for it. I'm like, I just know I saw something where like, 
Red Riding Hood is a lesbian? And I was like, how did you know? Oh, it's the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I had that moment where I'm like, what part of that, like, childhood story did you somehow... I mean, I'm down. Bitch, want to be a lesbian? Be a lesbian. But, like, <laughs> how did you get there? Oh, once. Yes, that makes more sense. <laughs> um, I will I have to take a quick moment, though, to discuss something. So I was talking about there are a lot of, like, bad movies and all that stuff. But there is a motherfucking film on my list that I need to discuss. Okay. It's called Blood and Chocolate. Oh my god, I remember that film. Okay, here's the fucking issue. Is it was a book. Yeah. Yeah, so you remember the book? Mm-hmm. Where the whole point of the book is, it's about this this young girl named Vivian, and she's a werewolf, and she falls in love with a human, and the human can't fully accept her and tries to kill her. In the end, the only person she can be with is this big, strong, sweaty, strong... Sorry, I was really into the characters mm-hmm. of Teenager werewolf that accepts her for all of her. Mm-hmm. So it's a great teenage growing up story about, like, you cannot be with somebody you can't, all, like, be your true self around. Um, it's a great, great coming-of-age story. Like, if you have, like, a kid that's into horror in high school, it, it's a really profound book. Yeah. The movie takes place in Romania... Aiden's a photographer. Vivian's a grown adult. They literally just jump into Shimmer and turn into werewolves. Her mother is not a character. They they took everything I loved and ruined it. Mm-hmm. I was so angry at this film. Because, like, it's your favorite book coming to life. Yeah. You're just like, and it wasn't even like they fucked up this one plot thing. It's they literally took the fucking names of the characters and went their werewolves and then ignored everything else. (laughs) Bad movie. I literally bought a copy of it once to break it. (laughs) Is that like the dollar bin at Walmart? I'm like, I'm going to buy you. And I sat at home with like a lighter. Ah, this is how you made me feel. <laughs> oh, I was so angry. I was so hurt. Just had that on my list. And I was like, no, we need to discuss it. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, Ella. Yeah, I know. I'm not particularly like open about my feelings about that fucktastic cunting of a movie. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> not you, the movie. <laughs> not angry at you. Um, uh, yeah, like, it's, it's interesting to see how, like, werewolves are definitely, like, there's a lot of werewolves in media. Yeah. You know, like, you're mentioning a bunch of movies, there's also a lot of TV shows that have werewolves, um. I feel like more and more recently. Yeah, like. I feel like pe- we've almost moved away from vampires to werewolves. Yeah, like, I mean, you know, they did show up in. What originally used to, what originally is a vampire story was True Blood. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. the really hot one. Yeah, Sam. Also, um, where Panthers? There was at one point where everything. I don't remember. <laughs> that show just went. <clears throat> I stopped watching when she became a fairy. 
Yeah. That was just like, fair. Yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not being in any way using that as like a, a slur or slang. No, she becomes a fairy. Yeah. She is literally a fae. Yes. I'm just like, was, okay, nope, I quit. I was like, wait, huh? I'm like, I'm down for all the, the pretty men and mm. all of that. And then she be, then it's okay. became a fairy and I'm just like, what? It's okay. It's okay. Come here. It's okay. <laughs> Um, uh, Eric Northman. And then, like, uh, Eric Northman. I fucking love you. Scars Guards. From it to to True Blood, you you, you give me... See, that's the thing, is, like, Bill is, like, a slight fear boner. Like, I want to be attracted to you. You might also, like, bite out my jugular and kill me. (laughs) With Eric, with, like... Alexander yeah. Skarga, I'm like, bite out my jugular and kill me, bite out my jugular and kill me. <laughs> Please. Hang me on a hook and play Please. with me. Yeah. I don't care. You're so gorgeous. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, and even, you know, Penny Dreadful is a good one, too, that has werewolves. Oh, yeah. Played by, uh, Harkness. Uh, Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Yes. I, I remember we, we I got to that point where it's found out he's a werewolf. <laughs> and I was like, eh, I was really wondering what the fuck you're doing in the show. Yeah, you're like, okay, you're Buffalo Bill. That's cool. But what do you have to do with this show? I'm like, we have like a werewolf. Like, we have a vampire. We have Frankenstein. We have Jekyll. We have... We have Jekyll. We have um, um, Dorian Gray. Yeah, Dorian Gray. We, what are you? <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, you're a werewolf. Okay. Got oh, it. Um, and then, you know, there's also the, like, I've never actually seen the show because I've, I've been intrigued by the show, but I've heard people say, don't fucking watch it. It's a terrible show. Just don't. Um, it's Helmut Grove. I'm trying not to hit the table. Bill Skarsgård's in it. Baby Bill Skarsgård's in it. Oh, now I have to watch it. Every time I've seen Bill Skarsgård. I was like, because like, Fem- I, I love Femke Jensen. She's in it. Oh and apparently now so is Bill Skarsgård. And I'm like, I need to watch this film now. Or this TV show, but everyone says it's fucking terrible. Uh, season one is good. I could not do season two. Okay. Season one's interesting. They do an interesting thing with the werewolves. Hmm. So they transform into, like, full wolves. Mm-hmm. But, like, when they transform, like, their skin falls off. And they actually eat their skin. Okay. So the idea, like, there's no proof. Mm. That there was actually, that a werewolf transformation happened. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because you see that in a lot of werewolf things where, like, they're ripping off their skin. Yeah. Or, or like, get, you get the, you know, like, the, the, like, the joints. bones and joints popping or, like, stuff, you know, you can see the transformation and it's, like, everything Stuff's is breaking Yeah, off. stuff is breaking off or, like, disjointing or whatever. Yeah. So in that one, they, uh as a werewolf you eat it but oh my god how is it taking me so long every time i've seen bill skarsgård <laughs> i'm like and i'm gonna like fact check this real quick sorry i'm like i'm like almost 100 percent sure that i am correct but i realize eli roth made that yep bill skarsgård Every time I've seen Bill Skarsgård, I'm like, I know you. The issue is, is he's a fucking wee Bobby in it. Mm. Like, high school. 
Not to. I think he eventually, no, he eventually becomes a vampire. Because his mom, who's Jean Grey. Mm-hmm. Femke Jensen. Is a vampire. Mm. He becomes it some point. But, that's where I fucking know Bill Skarsgård from. <laughs> and I had a goddamn thought of that show because I watched, I got, like, had the uh, cold or something. Mm-hmm. But I binge watched all of season one in, like, a day. And then want, went to watch season two and was like, this is crap. Turned it off and have not thought about that show in like <laughs> two and a half years. Yeah. So thank you, Ashley, for finally figuring out the Pam question of where the fuck do I know Bill Skarsgård from? You're welcome. <laughs> Just been solved. Uh, but yeah, like I find, you know, like you were, we were talking about the transformations earlier. Yeah. Um, It's kind of interesting how... The transformation and how they look after their transformation has like has varied. Like you go back to like the original Wolfman, where he, you know, just he, I think he, he doesn't really transform. He just kind of grows hair. Yeah, like he gets like they think they put teeth in, but also like that's the thing is like that was back in like the fifties. Mm-hmm. You couldn't really do much. Uh, like Cheney and Lugosi just put tape on their faces to change stuff. Like mm-hmm. that's all they could do. Yeah. And then, you know, you get, once we start to kind of be able to do, like, effects and stuff like that, you get, um, like you said, dog soldiers, where it's, it's still kind of like, it, it's anthropomorphic almost. It's a human body. Yeah. But it's hairy, it's lanky, it's got claws, and a giant wolf head. Yeah, even in, like, American Werewolf in London, once he's fully transformed, it's more wolf than... Werewolf. Mm-hmm. Of that. And, and, but I, I think what's kind of weird is because, like, the time we grew up, mm-hmm. like, with Underworld, that was so prevalent. Yeah. But I think that, that was really, like, before that, it was more either but again, you they were still hair or you were a wolf. Yeah. But, I mean, in, like, you know, talking, thinking back to, like, Underworld and also, again, like, um, I'm mentioning Dog Soldiers just because you showed me the picture. It's literally, it's still a human body. Yeah. Like, it's standing on its, it's standing on two legs, and it's, it has arms. Mm-hmm. It's not a four-legged animal. Yeah. Um, whereas, like, with Buffy, he literally turns into a fucking wolf. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And they do it a little bit in, um, being human. Okay. Um, because Josh will turn, like, when Josh first turns into the werewolf, he's, he's that, that kind of, like, anthropomorphic, he's anthropomorphic, like, it's still kind of, a, like, a human body, mm-hmm. but he's on all fours. Like, he doesn't walk on two legs. He yeah. walks on all fours, but it's that, like, very long stride. Um, it always creeps me out. Yeah. But, like, and, like, he's got a really skinny waist, and you can see the bones and everything, yeah. and he's kind of, like, gray to color. Okay. Um, and then, spoiler alert... Once the seasons, you know, once the season progresses, he kind of becomes one with his wolf, and he kind of he accepts the wolf because like the whole time he's not he's like I, not accepting the fact I that am I am one with my inner wolf. <laughs> uh, ooh, um, <laughs> wow, Pretty much. Wow, 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 wow. Sorry, <laughs> that is. <laughs> Those are gonna be some weird sounds to hear. Those are gonna be some real enjoy. I hope. <laughs> Maybe. Um, but, like, you know, he 
kind of accepts the fact that he's like, all right, fine, I'm a fucking werewolf. I accept it. I am now one with my wolf. Yeah. And then he he transforms into an actual wolf. Oh, okay, that's cool. Um, and then I think in Penny Dreadful, Ethan is more of like a wolf wolf than he is like the like a human form of yeah. a wolf. Um, but it's just so I interesting. I never got to see his. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, is is so. I love so much about the werewolf. Um. And to go back to like how we were discussing about like Slenderman, um, at the beginning of the season, how you don't know exactly what he looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, that that kind of goes back for me. Like I I love werewolves. I'm obsessed with werewolves. Um, werewolf films are actually one of the few films that actually kind of like scare me. Like I of course a fear adrenaline junkie, so I love watching them. Mm-hmm. And honestly, most werewolf films are not good films. Yeah. But that's the thing about werewolf films, is I've seen a lot of eh zombie films. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of eh vampire films. Werewolf films are either like are not great or they are terrifying. Mm-hmm. Like down to the core, they scare the piss out of you. And yeah, I like think- I bet I honestly think if you fucking showed me dog soldiers, I would be terrified. Oh yeah, they're so creepy. And they're long. It, it's it's like watching if Mama fucked a wolf and made a baby. No, that's what they look like. No, I mean that is what they look like. She showed me the picture, and that is literally what fucking looks like if Mama fucked a werewolf. Yeah, and had a baby. That's that's what that is. No, thank you. But I I think that's because I feel like the reason why the werewolf is is so different, and the reason like I love dog soldiers, yeah, military mm-hmm. stuff. Like, that hits me very personally. Um, but how they transform, how they look, why they transform, it, it's, it's the, goes back to the point we were talking about way back in the beginning of the podcast, is it's uh, everybody's personal demon. Mm-hmm. Like, it's your personal, like, what would happen if you let go? Yeah. So I think that's what can make a werewolf transformation so different but so, it, it never, I've never seen a werewolf film where the transformation didn't kind of fit. hmm Even if, like, the effects are shitty, or the plot line or the acting's not good. In every werewolf film, they've paid attention to the, when they get bit, how they transform, what do they become. hmm Those are the three things in an every werewolf film I've ever seen at least are unique. Yeah. And I feel like that is a really cool thing that you don't really get in any other monster genre. So let's let's kind of go through. Let's go through our favorite Wolfie on TV. Okay. Wolfie in movies. And our favorite werewolf film. Okay. So your favorite Wolfie on a TV show, Ash. Well, I think honestly, I would, there's two. All right, I've got two. Um, I would have to say Josh from Being Human. Just because I, I fucking love that show. I will constantly watch it over Aww. and over again, all the way through. Um, no, you can watch it. You should. You should definitely watch. It. I've tried to watch the, um, the British version, and like it's a lot more, it's a lot darker than the American oh. version. But I kind of like the American version better. Okay. Because it's got prettier men in it. Oh. Like the the actors in the American version that play 
Aiden and Josh are just kind of like preaching. They're not well in the in the the um, British version. They're just kind of like average Joes. Oh, okay. They're like British average Joes. I'm like, okay, you have a nice accent, but you're not pretty to look at. Eh, it's um, but. Sam Witwer and Sam Huntington are just very beautiful men. Okay, you, you've kind of sold me on just two very attractive men. <laughs> um, so yeah, I would have to say the werewolf in that is okay. one of my favorites, and then also, of course, I got I gotta give my Oz some love. Um, I think I have to go with Oz because it's Oz. Yeah, and I love me some Oz. But also, um, I really, really liked Sam from True Blood. Yeah, he was a good one too. So I was like, I have three. Sam, Sam's Sam a good was one. A logical, sane, fucking human being. Yeah, and I loved him. He's the only fucking member of that goddamn town that had like logic to him. <laughs> um, so who's your favorite werewolf? I know that's like a hard question to be like. I don't know. I mean. There are so very many. There are, and it's funny because, like, I, you know, I haven't seen very many werewolf films. Like, I've seen a couple, like, back in the day, like, as a kid. Like, I saw, like, yeah. American Wolf in London, Ginger Snaps, obviously. Yeah. Um. So, I think I'm just, I think I'm just going to go with Oz. What? Oz I, is my favorite werewolf of, of all. Of all. Um, I, I think I gotta go with Lon Chaney as the wolf man. Okay. He's just, he's classic, you, you feel for the bastard, you know? Yeah. Like, you, you care about him. By the time you get to, like, Abbott and Costello, you're just like, yeah, yeah, poor schmuck. <laughs> but you get there with him. Yeah. Um, I feel like I can just say my favorite werewolf film, like, right off the bat, because I've said it three times, is Dog Soldiers. hmm Go watch it. <laughs> so good. What about you? What's your favorite werewolfy film? Um, I would have to say wear pug aside, ginger snaps. That's a good one. Just because I love, I mean, not just because of the werewolf aspect, but like the just relationship between her and her sister. The story and everything. The story, yeah. Well, that has been a howling good time. <laughs> yes, all of my werewolf jokes have sadly come to an end. <laughs> um... Next week, we will be doing the Netflix original film, The Babysitter. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited for that one. And I'll just follow it. Oh. Uh, and you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And as always, ghoulies. Good. Bad. We're the girls with the mic. See y'all next week.